Blog Talk Radio. Oh, God, I don't know the number. Come on. 
you should remember it at some point. It's 718-766-4886. Call in. We talk about food. We talk about wrestling. We'll talk about anything on your mind, including the room. But, uh, yeah. But tonight, we're here to talk about the biggest waste of, um, the biggest wasted angle in WWF history. The Alliance Invasion. When WCW and ECW joined forces to try to destroy the WWF. Now, you know, in U.S. wrestling, there have been a lot of attempted invasion angles, and very few of them have ever worked. In fact, yes. in fact, the one that you know we always point out is the NWO. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. You know, they didn't. They obviously didn't say it for legal reasons, but you know, fans are led to believe that this is the WWF coming to take out WCW. And, yes. Uh, Man, were they wrong? It, <laughs> well. Well, even if they weren't wrong, how long was it until Hall and Nash got it, got beaten up and uh, they got their comeuppance? How long did it take Hogan to get his comeuppance? It took months and months and months of heel beatdowns before the heels ever got any, ever got theirs in return. This WCW, is true, I guess. The WCW invasion, um, night one of the invasion was Booker T beating up Vince... Actually, no, I'm sorry. Night one was Booker T beating up Steve Austin. Night two was Booker T beating up Vince McMahon. And night three was the entire WWF mid-card locker room beating the shit out of uh, Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare. And (laughs) it was all downhill from there. Yes, sadly. Yes. Sadly. Don't forget about Mike Awesome running into the famous Madison Square Garden and winning the hardcore title. The prestigious hardcore championship. Yeah. Yes. I I remember marking out because I'm like, you know, wow, oh my God, fucking WCW's here. And then my marking out didn't last too long. Nope. I remember marking out as well, but just like you, it didn't last very long. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've been watching back some Raws and Smackdowns from July and August of 01. And, uh, you know, it's, a lot of it was, like, so weird. Even though we've seen Booker T now in, WC, or in WWE for most of the last 13 years, it was so weird yeah. to see him at first. And, like, watching Buff Bagwell in a WWF <laughs> ring, that was weird. <laughs> Scott Hudson. The one and done. The, the one and done Buff Bagwell at WWF slash E. <laughs> um, Scott Hudson, you know, he was on three shows before you know he had a he had a real job, and WWF scrap planned to do a separate WCW show, but it was so weird seeing Scott Hudson on Raw. Yeah. Um, and I, and obviously there's a whole lot of difference, like Hurricane Helms being called Gregory Helms, being the WCW Cruiserweight Champion. Um, and while Brian is making noise in his kitchen or whatever the hell he's doing over there. Sorry. Um, and, yeah, it's just amazing to look back on. And the, the Invasion pay-per-view did either the largest buy rate or the second largest buy rate of any non-WrestleMania show in WWE history. 
He did 700,000 buys for a show where half of the WCW guys were in the WWF a week earlier. <laughs> like, like, just imagine how well they could have gone if they actually, if they would have bought out the contracts of Goldberg and Hogan and Nash and all that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Would have been well, something for sure. And yeah, whatever. But who knows? Maybe you know. You know, the thing is, it may have still sucked. You know. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe Goldberg would have come in, speared Steve Austin, and everyone would have still pissed all over it. But Probably. we never will know. Like no. Lance Storm, uh, that first match, Booker T and Buff Bagwell is either going to be Bagwell or Lance Storm, and they decided to do Bagwell, even though the match wouldn't be as good, but because Bagwell was a was a bigger name in WCW. Which okay, yeah. okay, but like I think even Lance Storm said years later, it's like it's almost a scapegoat that you know chances are Tacoma still would have pissed all over Lance if he was in the main event instead of Bagwell, and they pissed all over Bagwell. Um, Bag, Manuel, I, I think Lance Storm would have had a hell of a better match than Booker T than oh, Buff Bagwell oh, would have. Oh, oh yeah, that uh, that goes without saying. It just you know. Yeah, and it's funny because Hell of a you know match. that the, those shows those that show was in Tacoma, Washington, and I'm like watching it like yeah the crowd shit all over it, but you watch the next week and the week after and the week after that the fans are really fucking into it there for a while. It just one really That's bad the crowd. They were. Yeah, one really bad crowd with one really horrible match, and the entire <laughs> thing was dead. Yep. And <laughs> you know. And well, of course, then they. Oh yeah, he he was on Smack. He was on SmackDown doing a backstage fight the night the next day, and that was it. You know, it was almost a record-setting how quickly he was gone. And if you need help figuring out just how bad they butchered this, wait till we get to the main event. WWF versus WCW. One company goes out of business. And we'll run down the people in that match a little bit later. And yes, if you had WCW or Team Alliance in your office poll, guess what? You know, there's a fucking battle royal to do this office poll shit in. You can't even wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> you... or, or, or our first match of the card. Oh, well, I hope everyone's sitting down for our first match of Survivor Series. <laughs> Ryan, are you sitting down? I, actually, I did just sit down. <laughs> Okay, it was WCW's Christian, you know, the, the face of WCW, defending the WWF European title against Al Snow. Al Snow, who will be on the November 29th CTW uh, show versus a previous guest of ours, Rob Noxious, in a last man standing match. That's right. Should will be a Al good match. Snow- Will Al Snow be the last man standing, or will uh, the friend of our podcast, Rob Noxious, number 420-something in the 2000 PWI 500, will uh, <laughs> he stand victorious over Al? I, 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 forgot like, to, I forgot to text him and congratulate him for that. Yes, go back, go into the Wayback Machine first to like uh, 2000 before you congratulate him on that. Did you tag him in, you tagged him in that post, right? Yes, I did. I don't know if you became friends with him or or not on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. 
anyway, Brian, tell us about this match, which, uh, and in case everyone's scratching their head as to when the hell Christian and Al Snow had a feud, they didn't. They set this match up on no. eight for some reason. Because they need something for Christian to do. <laughs> yep. And I didn't watch this on the network, so I have no idea what they used for Al's theme, but in uh, real life, he used the... Oh, okay, they did actually keep it in? Yeah. All right, because that, that's that's what he had in... Yeah, that's what he actually used. He used Maven's theme music. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So any any very... thoughts on this match, Brian? Not really. It was just a lop fight. Actually, it wasn't that bad of a lop fight match. Also, actually did get quite a bit of offense in, but he did fall to the unprettier, so Christian did retain his European title on this you fine, know, fine even... night. I was say, it wasn't even the worst match of the show. It was not. Actually, no, it was not. Actually, there were at least one, at least one match, and uh, depending on if you're a fan of Battle Royals, there might be two or even three <laughs> matches. Um, the storyline was Vince McMahon going into the entire show. Christian retained the title, by the way, with the unprettier. That's um, what I Yes, Team WCW wins um, with Christian. And anyway, the storyline going into Survivor Series was Vince McMahon claimed that Steve Austin was going to turn on the Alliance and rejoin the WWF and put the Alliance out of business. And you know, they all wanted to know why he was smiling at Vince McMahon on SmackDown, and Austin basically told him to stop being so fucking paranoid. And yeah, thumbs up pretty much. Uh, let's see here. Vince and Linda McMahon are backstage. Linda concerned that someone was going to get hurt. She's only been she's only married to Vince at this point, like thirty years or so, and you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thirty some years. And Vince has been in the wrestling business almost as long, and and uh, he's confident that he's going to win. Mr. Regal actually came up and cut a uh, promo. WCW Commissioner. William Regal came up to cut a promo, and that was basically set up William Regal joining the Mr. McMahon Kiss My Ass Club the next night. Yeah. And that led the us first to... member of that prestigious yeah. club. That, that led us to the next match of WCW Commissioner Mr. William Regal versus W. Well, the WCW Cruiserweight Champion Tajiri. Yeah. And representing the WWF, by the way. And, of yeah. course, uh, the story behind this was Tajiri was William's uh, lackey, for lack of a better word, for a few months beforehand. And then Mr. Regal joined the alliance, costing Kurt Angle the WWF title, which, you know, if that doesn't make your head hurt now, it will in a few minutes when we go over the main event. Um, yeah. And uh, And Tajiri did not join the alliance with with his mentor. However, he did steal one of their women. He stole yes, Tori he Wilson. Did. And a very good the, steal, too, if you ask me. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, of all the people to steal, that was probably one of the better ones. Yes. Um, and Miss Covergirl, too, of the Survivor Series 2001 poster. Along with mistaken. Lita. Along I think with Lita, yes. Lita was yeah. Yes, it was. Yep, yep. Damn, I should ask you that question. Why? I already I knew the answer. Oh. Still yet to think about it. In my eyes nowadays, if you take more than 30 seconds to answer a question, it's a victory for me. <laughs> you mean 
like that time when it took like three seconds to think of it. If yeah, that. yeah, that was not a victory for me. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was going to say, like, you're really counting these seconds really quickly if uh, that was 30. <laughs> um, Regal and Tajiri, this, you know, I don't know what the hell is going on with Mr. Regal, you know. Maybe it's because he kept wrestling guys who just were were complete styles clashes, but he went from this feud with Tajiri to then feuding with Edge and then feuding with Van Dam at WrestleMania, and... Every single match was like, ugh, ugh. Yeah. And yeah. This one was not uh, very good. Yeah. Um, and you know, depending on your opinion, this was either just as good or worse than the opener. Um, I looked at it as about the same. Um, and Mr. Regal, uh, won with the double underhook power bomb of all things. That he almost botched. Horrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he even messed up Tories. Yes. Well, Mr. Eagle, uh, yeah. He uh, did. Uh, However, he, yeah. He, you know, he didn't drop her on. He didn't drop her on her head. Uh, but you know, that's about it. You know, she she took a bump. You know, she got some respect. Um, Test was backstage yelling at the makeup lady. And Stacy Keebler walked in to flirt with him. By the way, Tess, the of the of Team WCW. So just keeping track now, Team WCW so far has, uh, consisted of Christian, William Regal, and Tess. You know the true faces of WCW. While yeah, yeah. Tori Wil- well, T- Wilson, Tajiri, and Al Snow were Team WWF. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I wish I would, have written, I would have written down everybody in the Battle Royal, you know, just because, you know. I did. It, okay, so we'll see. We'll, Brian will tell everybody who Team WCW was in the Battle Royal here in a few minutes. And if if I remember right, there weren't, uh, too, there weren't too many actual WCW guys in there were there, Brian. No, I'm looking at them now. Nope. <laughs> I, I remember Lance you know, was in there. WCW guys who were in WCW when it well, folded, is that but, what you mean? We'll get to that. Um, okay. Uh, let's see here. But uh, first, you know, we got to um, the WWE Intercontinental Champion Test, representing WCW, versus the WCW United States Champion Edge, representing the WWF. Winner wins both belts, and depending on how the main event goes, is either the WWF IC Champion or the WCW US Champion. And Brian, not to uh, announce any spoilers, but um, Edge won the Intercontinental title here. Yes, he did. I, 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 okay. <clears throat> I honestly think this oh. was the best match of the night. The main event was much it was better. Arguably, one of the, arguably the greatest match of the night. I, I would argue with that every step of the way because the main event was much better. Ah. Uh. Yeah. You're really going to tell me that Edge versus Test was better than the main event? Well, I mean, it's a it's a Survivor's Survivor's traditional match, so I mean, obviously, just the uniqueness of the match is going to be the better. But I mean, of all the undercard matches, it's probably the better match. Well, it's not really saying much, considering we've already had two matches and we've talked crap about them. 
Uh, edge, you know, in this match did hit the edgematic, which yes, he did. You know, he stopped doing after a while because he realized how dumb that name sounded. Um, by the way, uh, Test was collecting gold in uh, the alliance because not only was the Intercontinental Champion, him and Booker T also won the WCW Tag Team Titles at one point. Yes. As he was on a roll. Yep. Oh yeah, he um he was definitely on a roll. Yes, he was. I cannot agree with you anymore there. Mhm. Um, and you want to tell him more about this match, Brian? Who won? Test hit one hell of a spear. May I point that out now? That was one hell of a spear. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the end, it saw Ed hit his own. Ed saw. Uh, Tess going for a double underhook back to play, and Edge reversed it into a roll-up and got the victory for uh, Team WWF. Yeah. Finally, Team WWF wins. They stopped the rampage yeah. of William Regal and Christian. Yeah, so, so for <laughs> notice, team, team WCW has had all the un-Americans in it so far. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they... I, once again, I was watching my personal version of Survivor Series 01, so it's, uh, I got a commercial for the Hardy Boys video, which included Matt Hardy saying he ate wrestling. And, no. you know, if you, if you look at his gut line a few years ago, he wasn't ex- exactly eating wrestling. I, I honestly think at this time they did a um, um, WS Near You for live events. And it took you all the way up to like the week, uh, two weeks later, which I thought uh, was kind of cool. Where are they going to be two weeks from now, Brian? I don't know. I didn't write it down. Why the hell didn't you write it down? Uh, because, Emerson. You're looking at it and skip it. Well, screw you. <laughs> you know? Angle and uh, and the uh, billionaire boob job was were backstage. Um, she, uh, Stephanie, she, uh, those implants of hers, uh, she needed to get the size smaller. What do you think? Um, no, I, I like them actually, so no, they, they can stay, they can stay the same size. You liked her obscenely fake breasts that were way too large they, for her body? It's Stephanie McMahon. Come on now. Uh, what is wrong with you? That woman has to try very hard not to look hot. She well, almost got you, me dirty with her uh, outfit that she but, wore. With those obscene, with those really short shorts. Yeah. Yeah, that we all thought was a skirt. Yeah, she almost got it then, but yeah, no. Hmm. And um, did don't you remember how she looked when she was dating Tess? She looked all frumpy and. You know, the lack of makeup, but still hot. She has the innocent hotness, the innocent hotness going for her. I'll, I'll find some pictures of her for you, Brian. Uh, I that's think that's you and I have. Uh, yeah. Um. And well, anyway, she was sad because if the alliance loses, she'll have to go back to being a regular person. It is very and, sad if she if they lose. Yes. You know, Kurt told her that she was very special and not to worry. Aw, suck. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I know. 
Um, and anyway, that brings us to In the Cage for, to unify the WWF and WCW Tag Team titles, the Hardy Boys of the WWF versus WCW's Dudley Boys. And, you know, what says WCW quite like the Dudley Boys? Yes, I mean, I could think of numerous tag teams that WCW had at this time, and none of them came close to the Dudley Boys. Mm-hmm, yeah. Besides Plumbo yeah. and Stasiak. Um, Great, greatest, ta- greatest tag team in WCW history, the Dudley Boys. Yes. That's Paul Heyman throughout the entire match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. By the way, I don't know when it was, but uh, do you remember when... Uh, uh, I think it was uh, Jr. told Heyman that he's going to be replaced by Jim Cornette the next night, and um, yeah. Heyman just laughed it off. I-, I wish he would have said back to him, "And you'll be replaced by Tony Schiavone," because you know. <laughs> God, no! You would have had Scott Hudson and Mark Madden. Uh, uh, oh God! <laughs> yeah, Mark Madden on Raw. That would have just. Uh, and then you the People in the audience would return their tickets and they never even have to listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that would be horrible. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, cage match, Dudleys-Hardys. This match, was yeah. the Dudleys versus the Hardys. You know, there's... Um, the whole story was there just that. to... Yeah. <laughs> The whole match was there just to uh, set up the uh, breakup of the Hardys. Uh, The whole thing was you could either win by pinfall submission or by both members of the team escaping. Um, Ten or so minutes into the match, Matt's already outside. Um, They somehow got a table in the ring, in the cage, and, you know, Jeff Hardy laid Devon on it and decided now is the best time to leave. No, he didn't. He didn't even even lay Devon on it. Devon kind of... Went on to it. Well, like, Hardy well, hit him with, like, some type of move, and Devon just, like, rolled himself on there. Devon decided to take a nap, and so yeah, Jeff decided much. to, now is the best time to leave. So Jeff gets to the top of the cage, and all he has to do is climb down the other side. That's all he has to do, and the Hardy Boys are the unified world tag team champions. That's all he has to do. And, and guess what, what he did, did Jeff... not do, folks? He did not climb down the other side of the cage. No. He did what? Brian, tell people what he did do. He, he had his Survivor Series moment in Swanton, inside yes. an attempted at Swanton from the top of the cage, through Devon, through the table, but shocked, Devon moved, and yes. Jeff went crash and burn. And that led to Bubba Ray Dudley pinning him and the Dudleys unifying the WCW and WAF World Tag Team Champions. Yes. And that led us to our first Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy feud. I think they've had they had three pay-per-view matches over the years, and all three of them sucked pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they wrestled once at Vengeance a month later. And were so awful that they immediately dropped the angle and put them back together. Thank God for that. Yeah, yeah. and it was just amazing. And, uh, you know, 
the story of, of Jeff always being that instead of trying to win, he does something stupid and crazy, and uh, Mac was pissed about it. Rightfully so. In, yeah. In, th- in theory, Mac could have lost his job if uh, you know if the main event went the other way. Um, and so Dudley's unified the belts, and good for him. Um, attaboy. <laughs> it was an attaboy moment. <laughs> yep. Um, speaking of attaboy, WWF Commissioner Mick Foley was at WWF New York, which, you yeah, know, almost became... Yeah, had nowhere else better to be. <laughs> almost became the Alliance New York, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then a couple of years later, went out of business and became the Hard Rock Cafe. Yes. Um, in Times Square, now, which I visited. This, this was Mick's next-to-last um, WWF appearance for a year and a half because him and uh, the company had some very, very bitter feelings for them, for hmm. towards each other anyway. And, uh, I couldn't make that out from the interview that fully dropped. Yep, <laughs> yep. and uh, Mick quit and... Uh, the next day, and uh, they didn't do business again until June of 2003, when he came back for the Hell in a Cell match between Brian uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. No. No, it was Nash and Triple H. Yes, Kevin King Nash. Yep. Uh, No, he stole the long hair because he hadn't lost the hair versus hair match to Jericho yet. Oh, okay. Yes, and uh, it was hilarious because Kevin Nash, who most people figure was going to lose, what what color is his hair always, Brian? It's like that dirty blondish. Yeah. Dark brown, light black, and what color is his hair when he shows up for to lose his hair versus hair match? Blonde. Blonde. <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, jeez, I wonder who's going to win. Hee <laughs> hee. And. <laughs> Scotty Too Hotty was meandering around backstage, and so Test beat the fucking shit out of him and took his place in the Battle Royal. Just give this fucking test. You know where the fuck you want. Yes. I thought there was like an open Battle Royal that anyone could enter, and but Test had to beat up somebody else to get them out, to take their spot. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. No, well, I, well, I know Scotty Juhati was the odds-on favorite to win, you know, so... He was. I'm uh, sure he was. So, so Test, you know, had to make sure to uh, get rid of him. And uh, so the rules of this match, the loser cannot be fired for one year. And The winner? You mean was, the winner? Yeah, the winner. Well, the losers. I don't think yeah. any of the losers really got fired either. So No. But, uh, <laughs> Anyone except who was in like, this match did not get fired for years. Except for, like, Crash, Hall, Crash Holly and DDP, and DDP retired. So that, that doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, you don't count. Um, by, the, by the way, tell, tell Brian, uh, Brian, tell everyone the Team WCW in the Immunity Battle Royal, which is, like, I think 20, 22 people. Yeah, roughly uh, estimating. I don't think I got all of them, but I'm going to give you the ones I have so far. I had. Okay. So we got Test. This is representing Team WCW. Test. Hurricane. Raven. Mm-hmm. Billy Kidman. 
Steven Richards, okay. Justin Credible, DDP, Tommy Dreamer, Lance Storm, Sean Stasiak, and I believe Rhino. No, Rhino wasn't in there. Rhino was in Rhino was in there. Okay. So out of all those people then, you named, I I counted four people who are on Team WCW who uh, were in the WWF six months earlier before the damn angle even began. began. Yes. Yes. And it's like, and then they had uh, Chavo Guerrero and Hugh Morris who had been fired from the Alliance. Yes. Um, they had Taz who was fired from the Alliance. Yes. Um, well, I didn't count them in there because they were technically in the middle. Ch- Chuck Palumbo... I, I forget the story, but Chuck Palumbo was, in, was technically in WWF at this point. I remember the first time I watched it, I thought it was an error that Chuck was coming down with the WWF guys. But no, he was yeah. already with Billy Gunn at this point. So he yeah. was in the Billy WWF. And yes. And you know, what's his team WWF like? Chuck fucking Palumbo. Yeah. <laughs> or Funaki. Funaki. Well, uh, at, least, at least Funaki was in the WWF. You know, but then again, he was SmackDown number one announcer. Number one announcer. Yes. Uh, by by the way, people I feel sorry for begins and ends with Diamond Dallas Page. He <laughs> he gave up a shit ton of money to uh, on his guaranteed uh, Time Warner deal to come in and get humiliated by the Undertaker, and then get pinned by his wife. And yeah. And then by March he was injured and retired. He he did have his one WrestleMania match, though. He got to beat Christian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Stasiak got eliminated before the match even begun. <laughs> somehow that uh, still counts. Um, yeah, somehow. <laughs> Poor Sean Stasiak. <laughs> and. You know, the rules of a battle royal, you know, over the top rope, both feet must touch the floor, like Sean Stasiak, who got eliminated in the first five seconds of the match. <laughs> yeah. And as every man for himself has, the Alliance is beating the crap out of the Alliance members, and WWF is beating the crap out of WWF members. I love that but, we're spending so long talking about this fucking match. I know. One. <laughs> the final four. The final four is Bradshaw, Billy Gunn, S, and Lance Thorpe. Yeah. And, and the Pat winner was the big Pat. boot on Yep, he hits the big boot on Billy Gunn to win immunity for the year. He, and he the crowd has to give him a pop. <laughs> he hit the a boot for the win. <laughs> a boot. Yeah. Uh classic. Well and so Tess was not fired until three years later when he broke his neck and had neck fusion surgery. And it's like dude, <laughs> stop Stop having surgery. We're going to fire you. And <laughs> I'm not a surgery, so I won't have surgery. All right, you're fired. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Here's 90 days of severance pay. Yeah. Um, th- then we got the China Invitational. Uh, as Trish Stratus won China's women's title versus yeah. Ivory, Ivory, Molly Holly, Jacqueline, Lita, and the debuting Jazz. Why did they strip China of the title? Because they were they stopped negotiating a new contract with her 
in May, and then yeah. they didn't trust her to come back and actually lose the title because she kept uh, um, squashing all the girls and making them look like shit. Ah, nice. Good call. Yeah. So that's why China never came back to lose the title. She, she wanted, uh, and that was also right after Hunter broke up with her to start dating oh. Stephanie. And uh, what was I going to say? He, uh, um, she wanted main eventer money, and she wanted to wrestle men again. Well, they were, didn't want her to wrestle men anymore, and sure as hell weren't going to give her main event money. No, <laughs> not even close. Yep. And China was never seen again, except for like. Unless you watch VH1 reality shows or Impact, like, twice. Yes. <sighs> Anywho, Trish won after she hit a satisfaction on Ivory. Yes, she did. I've, uh, Trish won her on the first of, like, seven championships for her. And, yes. And, yes. Uh, and that was that. Um and Molly had already Molly had turned heel on Spike Dudley. That the Lovebirds broke up. Uh, yeah. And then she became Mighty Molly. And she became Hardcore Champion at WrestleMania, and became the answer to the trivia question of who ended Christian's losing streak when Christian hit her with a door. Yeah. And that bastard. That creepy, that creepy little bastard. Yes. The CLB. <laughs> and Vince McMahon is backstage telling Team WWF that if they lost, everyone would hate them. Including all the dead legends. Yes. And so that leads us to the winner-takes-all main event with Team WCW versus Team WWF for the end yes. of the decades-long feud between the two teams. And mm-hmm. Team WWF, they hit some big guns, Brian. They put out they the did Rock. They some big guns. They put yeah. out The Rock. They put out Chris Jericho. They put out The Undertaker. Yes. They even put out Kane and The yes. Big Show. Team WWF. And, in fact, if you're going to take a Team WWF around that time, you there are not too many better people to take for your five-man squad, am I right? There's not, no. No. And, of course, then we have their opponents, Team WCW. Yeah. And the team, the five men that are going to save WCW and put the WWF out of business, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon, and Rob Van Dam and Booker T. And... <laughs> Where are those last two? Oh, that down Hooker T. Oh, that was okay, how I got that. That, that was how important those two are to the match. <laughs> and guess who the first? Oh, actually, no, never mind. They weren't the first two that made on Team WCW. <laughs> Shane McMahon was the first one. You know, at least Shane did yes. the job on it. Actually, Shane didn't do the job first. He did the job after they took out the Big Show first. Yeah, and Big Show got the ultimate job. And then, yeah. yeah. Everyone hit all their moves on the big show, and and Shane McMahon pinned him. And so then, with every the exception WWE of Austin, with the yeah. exception of Austin, Austin um, not him with the stunner. 
Well, that was then followed by every WWF guy hitting their finisher on Shane and Shane being bumped. So, yes. This match went almost 45 minutes. Uh, with entrances, it went an hour, if you want to count that. Um, yes. And that was that. Um, and Van, D- I was shocked Van Dam pinned Kane. Yeah. I was you know, shocked also because an actual newcomer was actually allowed to pin somebody, which was part of the problem with the uh, Alliance invasion was that the only people who ever got pinfall wins over anyone were people already in the WWF. Like, I was watching back, I'm like, oh, look, a WWE guy just won. But I'm like, oh, yeah, that was Raven. Raven, who'd been yeah. in the WWF for a year now. And yeah. yeah. Like, like fucking, and I'll, I'll go off on this tangent. I was watching a fucking episode of SmackDown, and Lance Storm, the Intercontinental Champion, defending against Perry Saturn, who at this point was mentally retarded and was in love with his mop. And so Lance Storm, on his way to SummerSlam to wrestle Edge versus Perry Saturn. Brian, who should win that match? I'm going to say Lance Storm. And how should he win that match? Should it be like a pinball or submission? Or should it be, a, for instance, a disqualification or something? It, it should have probably been a run-in by an Alliance member and then Lance Storm oh. pinning him. Oh, pff, I wouldn't even have gone that. It said, you know, Perry Sanders doing nothing. Storm wins with uh, the half-crab or even a pinfall. Nope. Lance Storm won by disqualification because Perry Saturn beat him up with the mop, and then after the match, <sighs> Perry Saturn beat him up with the mop again. <laughs> and that this set up mop. Lance and, and this set up Lance Storm losing to Edge at SummerSlam. Yeah, so, uh, it, yeah, so there you go. Um, so back to the match. Um, Undertaker, like, they, it was down to four on two at one point because they got rid of Undertaker and Kane. So it was down to The Rock and Chris Jericho, who hated each other, versus Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Don't and, and Rob Van Dam and Booker T. Um, and, you know, yeah, thankfully yeah. we got rid of those two jabronis. You know, Booker T and yeah. Rob Van Dam, they were the next ones gone. Because, you know, ultimately the the battle between WF and WCW, the ultimate battle, the ultimate showdown, that one will stand tall and one will go out of business forever, the four people that should decide that are The Rock, Chris Jericho, and then for Team WCW, Steve Austin and Kurt Angle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had two people who had no affiliation with WCW whatsoever, and two people who were fired by WCW for being injured or for not giving a shit. <laughs> yep. <sighs> um, well, Jericho didn't uh, get fired. He just let his contract expire. Um, it's speaking yeah, of Jericho... That. He busted Austin open when he chopped him right in the fucking mouth. (laughs) That probably hurt a little bit. Yes, probably. And, uh, by the way, it came down to some screwy odds with two two baby faces versus one heel. And when um, Angle got submitted to the sharpshooter. And uh, and so that led us with uh, Austin finally pinned Jericho. 
leading down to one-on-one between Austin and The Rock. And so Jericho, being the asshole he is, turned on The Rock. You know, officially yeah. turned heel. He did it for the people. He did it yeah. for The Rock. And Undertaker hobbled out, so Jer- Jericho could have run backwards and ran faster than Undertaker did. Um, Probably. And, yeah. Um, sadly, Earl Hebner did not ring the damn bell while uh, Austin had rock beat and, you know, gave us a screw job. Um, Nick, Nick Patrick got to do one more heel rundown, but got his ass kicked. Um, yep. And after a whole bunch of near falls and false finishes, I may be shocked to hear this, Brian, but Team WWF just ended the WCW. When the Rock Rock bottom Steve Austin. After Kurt Angle hit him to the final. <laughs> and was yes. the one behind. And was yes. the ace in the hole of Vince McMahon. Yep. And, of course, the funny thing is, of course, Angle was fighting for the WC, for WCW for nearly an hour there. Um, and going back to my rant from before, Kurt Angle, who was all red, white, and blue babyface, decided, uh, who, by the way, got screwed out of the WWF title, suddenly decided yeah. it was best to uh, turn his back on the WWF and join the Alliance. If you can't beat them, join them. And then yep. turn on them. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, it motto. made perfect sense. It, it was hilarious, because the next night, Angle just saved the WWF, the WWF is Vince's baby, and Austin was the asshole who tried to end the WWF forever. So the next night on Raw, Angle turns heel, Vince turns heel, and Austin turns babyface. Of course, it makes perfect sense. It does. Come on now. Yep. And that was that. So that was Survivor Series, Brian. And since I was the one who uh, gave this one, I give it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> uh, n- next week we have the Survivor Series 02 with the debut of the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> and then uh, we'll finish up uh, the month with, uh, whatchamacallit, we'll finish up the month with Survivor Series 2012 and the debut of The Shield uh, the yeah. week after that. Which, I believe, and, which uh, I believe was my pick. On uh, Thanksgiving Eve, we'll be reviewing that. And, uh, of course, the uh, also we'll be, of course be doing the live Survivor Series post-show a uh, week from yeah. this Sunday at 11 p.m. Featuring Eastern. the winner-take-all part two, Matt. It's not really winner-take-all, because what's Team Cena going to lose if they lose? Hopefully Cena gets fired, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. It, it, Brian, spoiler alert, John Cena will not be fired following Survivor Series. Yeah. Brian is okay. very sad about this. Very sad by this. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, uh, newest, newest member of Team Cena was the Ryback. And, uh, the Ryback. Oh, is he official now? Yep. I, I bet you're wondering uh, what happened to Ryback, Phil, Brian, aren't you? Not really. Didn't uh, yes, yeah, the Axel came out on main event or something like that, and 
Tim and Ryback on a conversation and said the best is just that they went those separate ways. Yes, and in fact, let's listen to that conversation right now. Oh, thank you. Hey, Axe Man. Big guy? You know it. I thought I lost you in Mexico, man. <laughs> Where have you been? The tequila, the chicas bonitas? I thought you were gone for good. I missed my flight, big guy. I just got back this week. Well, I hope you're not too angry. While you were gone, I kind of took it upon myself to get hungry again and, and go on on the singles career. What? <laughs> Yeah. I was wondering where you went. I was out injured for a little bit, too, before our trip to Mexico, but I uh, I read a few books on politics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I'll let you borrow them sometime. Sorry, it's okay. Uh, yeah, maybe not. You're doing all right, huh? No. What's going on? What happened tonight? Did you see? Did you not see? I don't I don't really watch much. I lost that unmanly freak with his rosebud and the stupid bunny, Adam Rose. You well, kidding me, man? I'm sure he did. Joke, dude. I'm sure he, he cheated, right? He used probably the bunny in that yeah, the Rosebud Express deal. That's what probably one of the girls over there. Yeah, you know? the big yeah they, he can't beat Adam Rose or uh, Curtis Axel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he can't beat you, Clayton. Look, it's okay. You win some, you lose some, right? I'm happy for you. Thank you. Whatever you've been doing, that's great. Now it's time for the Axe Man to get on a roll here. So I've been giving this some thought. We've been talking. Maybe it is best that we go our own separate ways, okay? That's what you think? Yeah, man. So, I'm going to tell you something. Cool. All right. I'll see you down the road, okay? Sounds good. Wait. All the great tag teams get back together. The Barbarians. Yeah. Legion of Doom. The New Age Outlaws. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> yeah. DX, NWO. Barry Horwitz and Maven. Yes. Fashion Booger and Earthquake. Yes. They all get back together, and so will we. So will we. You know, we're going to get back together as Ryback, Baxel and loose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ryback, Baxel. Ryback, Baxel. Ryback, Baxel for life. <laughs> perfect. Better than perfect. <laughs> Uh, the axe man. You know what his gimmick needs to be, right? Well, Curtis Axel. Or what? His, new, his what? new gimmick needs to be Mr. Axe. The axe man? I'm an yes, axe man. Doot, doot. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm an axe, axe man. man. <laughs> uh, I like to hold them. I'd like to stop him. Go on. Oh, I, I, yeah, I'm done. I'd like to swing him. I'd like to buy him. Uh, Because I'm an axe man. Axe man. Yeah. (laughs) I'm an axe man. Wow. I don't know if that's better or worse thinking about that than thinking about, like, if if he came Mr. Axe. To get like a sponsorship deal with Axe, and, and don't forget about Nitro's new theme music. That's not as funny to other people, Brian. No. <laughs> it was Nitro that if you had a boner for Great Muda, you were hard a lot during the night. 
did you just say if you had a boner for the great Muna? Yes. Because he was on every other fucking segment. Wow. Uh, yes. Wow. Uh, I need to think before what? I talk. What is wrong with you? I have no idea. I'm not even tired. I slept till 4 o'clock this afternoon. Well, wake up, Brian. Because it's time. I'm awake. It's time for you to go into the history banks. It's time, Brian, for you to dive into Wikipedia. Dive into everywhere and find something. That one question somewhere, anywhere, that you think will be the one to finally stump Emerson. 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 Brian, you know, Brian here, he visits all the websites. Brian goes to ringsidemayhem.com. Brian goes to pwtorch.com. Brian goes to Wikipedia and edits history, so, you know, it sounds good to him. You know, Brian's even offers, Brian even goes to Craigslist and, like, offers people money to come up with a question. But, you know, wow. Brian finally finds a question. <laughs> After Brian gets out of jail for prostitution, uh, Brian comes yeah. up with a question. He thinks he has one. So, Brian, are you ready? Wow. <laughs> Take a drink of water, Brian. Take a sip of tea. Do whatever you can. And lay it on me, Brian. Not that other way, because I was in prison. Don't lay it on me the way you and uh, Bubba did. Should have given me a question, Brian. Let's go. Stump Emerson. You're horrible. You are absolutely horrible. Am I? And may I say, yes, and may I say, you need to drop the finally out of that whole spiel, because I have stumped you before. That doesn't count. Yes, I was sick. I was sick. I was sick. I was sick. And actually, Emerson, you'll be surprised to know this question. I didn't have to go to Wikipedia or PW Sports or even Craigslist. I didn't have to go to Craigslist for this question. Not even Craigslist? Not even Craigslist. I knew this question by heart from the many hours I spent playing this video game. I was going to say, so in other words, I should know it already. So So what's the question about No Mercy, Brian? Die. What were the other two wrestlers? It's, can I talk? Am I allowed to speak? Let me think about no. it for a second. I think I am. Let me let, let me let me go back here. Um, what were the only two wrestlers in the video game WCW NWO Revenge for the N64 that you as a player were able to hit their special move from the front grapple, back grapple, off the top rope, and from the iron split position? What? What? What the hell did you just ask? Okay, okay. In, in most video games, for in most video games, you you can hit the the special move or their finishing move from the front grapple or the back grapple. Okay, you got that part. Uh huh. Okay. And some of them you were able to do like from the top rope, like you were able to do Eddie Guerrero Frog Splash. Um. What else? Uh, Hooven Toots Four Fifty Splash. Uh, Kidman. Star Press, but in NWO WCW Revenge, only two wrestlers you were able to do it from those three positions, and from and when you whip them off, whip them from the rope. What were those two wrestlers? Well, I'll go with Rey Mysterio because you know you can do the uh, 
Hurricanrana. You can do the fucking Hurricanrana anywhere. Uh-huh. You know, am I right? I I don't know. You have to guess the two. And if you're wrong, I'll tell you which ones were wrong or both were wrong. Or if you were right, and I'll tell you which it, ones were right. So we're right and we're talking about... Can I talk? Can I talk, yeah, Brian? <laughs> and now it's we're talking about like the same move. It's not like Randy Savage suddenly started they gave him a pile driver, for instance, as a finisher or anything. We're talking about doing the same move, right? I be- no, not the same move, but similar well, like you know like the one guy has two finishing moves that you know of. That you definitely know that you know there are they are it's been his finishing move. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. I'll go Ben. I don't give a shit. Benoit and Mysterio. Benoit does a flying headbutt and the cross face, and Mysterio does a fucking Hurricanrana seventeen different ways. Is that your final answer? Whatever, sure. Okay, you are half right and half wrong. You are right with the Benoit. He he, he did the uh, uh, headbutt off the top, and then he did the the armbar takedown into the cross face from the front. The back was like a a German suplex, and then he rolled over into the cross face. And then the Irish rip one is he face-planted them and then Hooked him in the iris and hooked him in the cross face. The other one was DDP. You, I have a you hard were able time to get the diamond cutter, huh? I have a hard time believing that you couldn't give people a hurricanrana seventeen different ways. Not well. Don't forget, back when Revenge was released, Mysterio was still relatively new, so he, he wasn't, wasn't really. He didn't release well, Revenge till like the end of '98. '97. They released at the same time they did No Mercy. It was 97. They didn't release No Mercy until like 99, 2000. Okay, but still, you're half wrong and half right. The answers were DDP and Benoit. <laughs> I love that I'm the one having to tell you why you're wrong on your questions. Uh-huh. You're arguing about the release date. Yes. I, well, because you're trying yeah. to like, oh, he's he's new. Like, yeah, fucking Paige wasn't even a top guy till the middle of 97. Yeah, well, the answers were DDP and Benoit. Well, that still doesn't count. So we'll... It, no, it's well, a half. It's well, a half for well, me. Well, I mute, half. While I mute Brian, I'm going to play... Did, did you read the SmackDown spoilers this week, Brian? No, I didn't get a chance to. I actually haven't gone on the computer besides right now. This is the only chance I've gotten on the computer. So you didn't hear about Vince going crazy? No. Well, at one point during SmackDown, Vince... McMahon obviously storms out and yells at the fans. And what did he yell at them for? Well, let's find out, shall we? You're not cheering. You're not going in line. 
so you can out right. They cheer louder in Sheffield. They cheer louder in Manchester. They cheer louder all over the UK, except here in Liverpool. Guy in the front row over here looking at Jericho. Guy next to him. I'm from Liverpool. Yeah, but it's me. I, I'm not. I, I don't really go into wrestling as much as you do. 
True. Brian, what's 2 plus 2? 17. Uh, yep. yeah. That's better to work with. So that's why, you know, my questions that ask Brian are a little easier, a little more, a little you know. Yes. But tonight, Brian, I've got a thinker for you. So I'm going to take a, a drink of water. I'm going to take a drink take of tea. Take that drink of water. Right. Yes. And I'm going to do it, Brian. I'm going to stump you right now. Alright, you do that, Emerson. I will. Alright, Brian. Okay. Now, not including the announcers or Stephanie or Mercury and Noble, who aren't wrestlers, there were 28 wrestlers on the show this past Monday night. 28. Yes. yes. And here's my question to you, Brian. Out oh, of those 20, yes. Out of those 28 people, how many of them have been on the main roster for at least six years? Oh, dear God. Yes. At least six well, the, years on... Yes, the, oh, the most you could pick is 28. You no, know. that's not great. Yeah. And this was on Raw, you said? Yes. There were 28 people on Raw. How many of them were, have, been in, have been on the main roster? Not NXT, not FCW, not OVW. How many of them have been on the main roster for at least six years? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say John Cena, for, definitely. Kane is another obvious one. I um, mean, you said um, you're not counting Triple H or... I only said like not that. counting the announcers. I said not counting the announcers, Stephanie, or the Stooges. Okay, so we got Triple H, the mm-hmm. Big Show, Mark Henry. I've been keeping, I've been keeping count, Brian, because, uh, you oh, know, God. I told you to... How many is there? I told you how... There's a total of 28 people. That's been out with the company for six years. Who were on Raw on Monday. And these are active... People on the active uh, roster, on the... Main WWE roster. Uh, let me let me try to write them all down here first before I tell you them. Now, are you counting Dolph Ziggler has also a member of the Spirit Squad, Dolph Ziggler, or just Dolph Ziggler in general? Well, technically, either way. Okay, so he's another one. Okay, um, Mark Henry. Hornswoggle. <laughs> At least I'm writing him down. Triple uh, uh, H. Miz, sadly. I think the Bellas were there longer. Were they? I'm pretty sure they were. Um... Trying to think which Jameis won the TLC match against Cena. I think it might have been 08. Uh, might have been 08. So we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Dear God. Killing me, Smalls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Swagger was on there because of the whole him getting injured angle. Um, he lost to Seth Rollins. He was not in there. Um, okay. But is Swagger, has Swagger been there six years or not? Oh, yeah. 
there's another one. You said there's how many? 28? Actually, I ended up counting 30. 30? Yes. Uh, it's like a real rumble match. Yeah, you can split them all together. I don't have 28, not even close. I know that. 2, 4, 6, 8. 10, 12. <laughs> I, I, didn't say, I didn't say 28 people had been there, uh, whatchamacallit, six years or longer. I said there were that many people on the show, but actually there was 30. Oh, okay. That's I. That's what I said several times. I'm like, I'm looking for a number, and you're like, John Cena, Mark Henry. I'm like, oh, you're looking for a number. Okay. Um, yes. For the love of Christ. 12, I'm thinking of. Uh, I didn't even watch Raw. This is what's killing me here. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, I'm sure if you watched Raw, you would have known the answer. <laughs> well, we've had a better chance in this luck that I'm having. I know you said Tyson Kidd was on there, but he faced Adam Rose. I'm trying to think if he's one of them. I don't think so. Maybe. That's yeah, Someone has got to give you a time limit for this. All right. Give me it. All right. I'm going to say, uh, how many do I have here? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14. I'm going to say 14. No. And no, I, I, even I, close? I, I, got, I, I got you at 12. What were your other two? Because... You know, at least one of the years was wrong. Um, Sheamus, right, I got been, Sheamus wasn't there. I, didn't put him on, I, I actually didn't even put him on my list. Which is <laughs> my hilarious. List, I, have the big show, I have the big show, John Cena, Kane, Dolph Ziggler, Mark Henry, Hornswoggle, Triple H, The Miz, Bella Times 2, Swagger, Alicia Fox, Tyson Kidd, and Ryback. Ryback was not on the list. He he wasn't on there. No, Ryback's only been there since 2010. Okay, yeah, that's the one I was with you about. And so you said 12. No, that was the number I had for you. The the total oh, number. Okay, okay, okay. The the actual answer is 15. Wow, I was only two off. That's yeah. not too bad for me. Well, you want you want Who are the other two? two? People? I, Kofi Kingston. Oh yeah, and that stupid uh, the new era and, thing. Okay. And I and I could have given you twenty nine more guesses, and you wouldn't guess this last one. I bet. Primo. Oh wow. Yeah. Dear God, yeah. I was at the Raw in two thousand eight <laughs> when he debuted. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, not too bad. Yeah. Thirteen out of fifteen. Yes. I like yeah. I didn't even know which which ones of the freaking which Matador was which colon. So I'm like Diego Fernando, whichever. Primo. It's Primo. 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 Primo colon. So <laughs> that's. Well, uh, I, I didn't get Kofi or Primo. 
Yep. Not bad. Not <sighs> <bad>. <laughs> All right. So, Brian, how has your week been? Oh, it's been good. I transferred jobs officially, so I began all my all overnight shifts. I began them yesterday. So, mm-hmm. and thankfully well, on Wednesday nights, I I don't go into midnight, so you don't have to listen to me driving to work. Hooray! Um, yes, very much so. So, Brian, uh, did you hear how my uh, the end of my week went last week? No, I did not, Emerson. Please tell me. I'm walking over, I'm getting ready for work, it's 11.55, and I'm bringing my laptop over because I'm always, I got my laptop next to my work computer because, you know, it, it helps pass the time. I usually put up some Japanese wrestling or some such nonsense. It's all nice and fun. And so yeah. I picked up my laptop, and it slipped out of my hand and went crashing to the floor. Oh, and, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Yep. And I'm like... Fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I <laughs> pick up my laptop. I'm like, please, that'll be good. Please, that'll be good. And I opened it. Was it was not up, good. And it was not good. Screen no. broke. It, and I was freaking out. Ugh. How much wood did and, you get a new screen, if you don't mind me asking? What was that? Did, didn't you get fixed? Yes, I did, obviously. How much was it to get fixed, if you don't mind me asking? A hundred and forty dollars. Damn. Yep. And huh. I I spent a hundred and forty dollars to get it fixed. And in fact, I almost had to do this show using my uh, phone. Uh, oh God. My phone internet. Yeah. And like I've got this little uh, Android phone, like a little teeny screen, but. I was able to bring up Blog Talk Radio, and I was able to bring up the studio on it, and I would have had to do this show using my little cell phone, but... But you wasn't able to do it. Oh, yeah. We still would have been here. Thank God we not have to cancel. Laughing our asses off about this, but, yeah, he told me, when I took it in, the guy's like, it can take between three and five business days to uh, get a screen ordered and put in, and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Fuckity fuck fuck, and yeah. But uh, literally, I, I literally left his left that place, went grocery shopping, and the second I walked in the door, he called and was like, "You're in luck. I found a screen in the back, and it fits your computer, and it works now." I'm like, "Yay!" And you know, I was gonna start doing Christmas shopping last week too, and but yeah. that took all my money away. Yes, you did, you did text me and ask me about the various gifts you were getting my wife and children. However, you're yes, not you're... asking me what I wanted for Christmas. Well, you're not getting anything. Damn. You know what you're getting. I, I do. You're getting a copy of The Room on Blu-ray. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, I am. And I will return it immediately. Mm-hmm. How rude, returning Christmas gifts. Yes. Huh. I'm a mean young boy. And this is why you don't get anything for Christmas. I'm sorry, Emerson. I have never That's returned so... a gift of yours. And you just yeah, have never you just never read any of it or watched any of it. Yeah I have. Yes I have. How was that Dallas Cowboys book I bought you? It was actually pretty good. I actually did read that. Mm-hmm. It went right up to uh Bill Parcells being hired. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Um, by the way, going back to my job, um, yeah, today... Your job. Yes, my job. Uh, today, the first call I got today was uh, was uh, one of our Denver properties. And oh, this nice. guy... This guy asks me, the only question he had for me, and I had to write this down so I could remember exactly how it was worded. He asked me if there were any retail marijuana dealers within walking distance of the hotel. <laughs> I, I did see that. I did see that on your Facebook as well. But someone asked yeah. you that question. I'm like, no, there's not. It's like, are you sure? <laughs> like, I, I'm not even looking it up because I know it's not going to be listed in my... Uh, Local attraction. listed in your thing? <laughs> no, no. There, there are no. Uh, they could, they could be selling retail marijuana outside our door, and it won't be listed in my, uh, in my system there. Damn. And and the other one was uh, one of the wedding parties getting married with a group block was the yeah. Adams was the Adams Saddler wedding block, and Adams it's Saddlers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So those poor bastards. So yeah, I would say so. How was your week, kid? Oh, it was good. Um, I I, I officially got my job at the YMCA. Uh, I said last week I was being I got interviewed for. They called me back on Friday and said, "Hey, you have a job." I'm like, "Nice." I thought you would have said, so I, guess, "I already have one." <laughs> like, so I get to you have I get to corrupt the minds of little children now. Oh, those poor fucking kids. No comment? Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> like, um, you're, you're what gonna, else? You're going to corrupt those kids more than uh, Dusty Rhodes and his beating his meat could have ever dreamed of. Yes, probably. <laughs> uh, but yes, other than that, um, nothing really, nothing new to report on in good old block even. Mm-hmm. Well, how, how are the kids? Oh, the the kids are both sick. No, no, uh, took no to the doctor yesterday, and they said he has allergies. So hence the reason he's been sick for the last month and a half. Yes, and Lily's off and on being sick, but she actually has to go December fourth to go get possibly an appointment to get her uh, tubes put into her ears. To prevent Why? ear infections. Because she's been getting a lot of ear infections, and I guess that's a cure for it, to put a uh, tube in your ears. Damn, what is with and, your and, kid? Man. I know. And possibly get her tonsils removed. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so fun time in the Whitner house, for sure. Yes. In, in, oh, the Whitner part two house. Jeez. Yes. Yes. Uh... On on my end, um, uh, what shall we call it? Uh, my friend Lauren, her uh, boyfriend Matt, texted me the other day saying, uh, "You'll never guess what I got you for Christmas." And of course, you know, Christmas is seven weeks away, so I'm like, "On bug." Well, basically, I'm like, "I don't know what you got me." He's like, "Well, guess." I'm like, "I don't want to guess because it's seven weeks away." I'm like, "You'll love it. You'll love it." And I'm like, "No." I know. I love it, Don't you hate when people? That is a pet peeve of mine. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas. Like, I like the holiday. It's not my favorite, and it's not my least favorite holiday. But if you do get me something for Christmas, don't tell me what it is. I like to be surprised. Considering uh, I told you what you're getting like five minutes ago. Yes, I know. 
And the funny thing is, he doesn't believe me, folks. <laughs> uh, oh no, I, I I believe everything you tell me, Harris. I don't put anything past you anymore. And you know, it's going <sighs> to be on. We're, you and I are opening our gifts to each other on our show on Christmas Eve. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, now Emerson, we have to be very, very quiet. I'm going to go upstairs to my bedroom and get a shirt so I can go to work. So we have to be very quiet. Okay, Mission Impossible. Ready? Speakerphone, anyway. I don't know. Entertainment purposes. Well, why would you have me on speakerphone if you're afraid that Nikki's asleep and me talking is going to wake her up? We're back. Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome, welcome back, back, welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. By the way, you know what I found on the internet today, Brian? What did you find on the internet, Emerson? Vince Russo's very first appearance on a television program. You know what? I'm gonna repeat my I'm gonna repeat what I said like five minutes ago. I saw that on your Facebook. Yes. Well, not everyone is on my Facebook, Brian. Uh, Facebook dot sure. com, backslash crazy dot e dot man, and uh, so from Facebook dot com backslash Doctor Smudge zero five. So from an episode of WWF Mania in nineteen ninety four, Todd Pettengill runs into Vince Russo, and I know you can't see this, but picture Vince Russo with a mustache. The porn Welcome stash, back, everyone, too. to WWF Mania. It's Todd Pettengill in the publications department here at Titan Towers. That's uh, my friend Troy. How you doing, man? Hi, Todd. How you Good doing? Good to see you again. See hey, do you have a copy of the current magazine, the one sure, coming there out? You go. All right. This is coming out on the newsstands, and they do all the work on this computer over here. Troy. No, no, don't touch that. Wow. Troy. Got a lot of them? Troy, babe, I take these things apart, put them back together in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't touch it, no problem. Thank you very much. This is the current issue of the magazine, and uh, Vince Russo... But look at this, walking in, look at that. You now, you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. Uh, this is very cool. When does this edition hit the stands? Uh, this magazine will hit the newsstands this Tuesday, May 10th. Okay, and you have the Hitman on the cover, but I understand the feature article is on the Rocket. Well, the Hitman is on the cover, but the big news with, is with Owen the Rocket right. Hart. Tells the magazine that he used to be the Blue Blazer. Oh, man. And the reason why he wore a mask wow. is because Brother Brett didn't want Owen to get a lot of attention. Really? Absolutely. Now, we have a piece of tape from the Hitman talking about the same thing, I believe. Okay. Take a look at this. Hi, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, World Wrestling Federation champion, and I've just read the new issue of the World Wrestling Federation magazine, and Owen, I don't know what you told those people over at the magazine or what you're trying to prove, but you know and I know that the Blue Blazer, that was your idea. You wanted to hide behind a mask because you lack self-confidence. 
And I don't know how you got that story even printed in the first place. Well, obviously, the hitman has some problems with some of the trash talking his brother Owen has been doing. No question there. No question. Vince. Yes. I can't believe I just thought of this. Ha! Like a beacon from heaven, an idea just hit me. How about this? Now, keep an open mind. Okay. The Todster. On the cover, maybe a feature article. What do you think? Wrestling tights? Yeah. Great idea, Todd. Well, Great idea. Maybe jeans. Anyway. Anyway, right? Put me right on there. Maybe after the show we get together to discuss it. To talk about it. Good. Thanks. Now, you stay right here because this is a great matchup. Bam Bam Bigelow in action. Let's talk a little bit about the turn. Do you think there's a direct correlation to, you know, when Vince Russo took over the head of creative in the WWF in 1997 was the same time when Todd left the WWF? <laughs> Possibly, but I-, I want to know who was Bam Bam wrestling in that great match. Um, I'm sure it was, you know, one of the top, top jobbers in America. Maybe the very hardest. Lu- maybe Louis Spicoli or Jeff Hardy or maybe. something like that. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Um, let's see here. <sighs> Anything else going on in your life, kid? Um. Oh, and guys, weddings next Saturday. Guy, our, our podcast friend Guy and and our Roussel, their wedding is next happy, Saturday. Happy birthday, Gee. Huh? Happy birthday, Gee. It's their wedding. Their congratulations, Gee. There you go. Listen. Good attaboy. I don't listen to you. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's yes, not okay. They, they will they will be having their wedding on Friday and I've recorded in an internet only. Um, ceremony, and then Saturday is the reception slash everyone oh. get really shitty and everything else. Now, so. now, now is, he, is he getting married on our podcast? I don't think so. No, no, no. They, he's not I, getting married on our podcast. But Well, did you ask him? I did not ask him, no. I did not, I did not, I did not ask if he would like to get married on our podcast. I don't think Rochelle would be a fan of it. Well, you don't so. know. You don't know unless you ask. This is true. I will. I have to call and say, anyway, to let him know that uh, I got a hotel room already situated down there. So. Mm-hmm. Huh. Unless, of course, you can get me a better deal at your hotel. No, ladies and gentlemen, they said I didn't have enough excitement in my body to go to Congress. They don't talk your heart when I'm talking on television. Where was I? And no, I can't get you a better uh, hotel room deal. And Why not? You need to know what kind of deal I got. You're paying $29, Brian. I am not paying $29, Emerson. I'm paying $79. And I know well, you have a hotel in Reading because we were going to stay there before. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see here. But, you know, as we start yeah, to finish things up, um, I'm going to play one of my favorites from last week. Bob Backlund for a car company. Hey, Connecticut. Are you tired of getting ripped off by mechanics that you don't trust? Here at Rollins Customized Automotive, we have what the other guys only dream about. We know a thing or two about trust. We've been working on vehicles from mile to mile for the past 20 years.
Shelley that Mr. Backlund's been in the wrestling business his whole life. Traveled all over the world. But Rollins Automotive is the only automotive company that he gained complete trust in. Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, complete trust. Hey, hey, what's going on here? Whoa, whoa. This would have never happened at Rollins Automotive. You got that? Hey, young lady, let me bring you to where the good people are at. Rollins Automotive will even pick you up. 50 miles of free towing. Just tell them Mr. Backman sent you. I need to call Rollins Automotive just to see if I still get 50 miles of free towing. <laughs> yes, that, are you getting 50 miles within there? What? No. No. I don't even know what, where in Connecticut it is. Um, but, uh, Wow, yes. Yeah, gotta love Mr. Rackle. Like, who sat there and thought to themselves, not only is that a great commercial, we need to put that on the air. Yeah, that was on, That was on the air, Brian. <laughs> of course it was, Emerson. Anyway, and now it's on the air live on, on the Wrestling Outsiders podcast here on blogtalkradio.com. Flash Wrestling Outsiders. Close enough. So, until next week, when uh, we'll be back with Survivor Series 2002. I'm, Bro- I'm Emerson. I'm Emerson. That's Brian. Goodbye. Goodbye, Peace. everyone. <laughs>